Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 38 of season one. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, counted an honor and privilege to be here to share this show with you, to show you what God's put on my heart to share with you today. And our Bible study segment is going to be on where is your financial security? And the Bible's got some stuff to talk about that. And then our worship time. We got a song. One song today that we're going to share. And our God Teaching Us in Different Ways segment. We're going to be talking about an article out of my, reading an article out of my minister magazine called Busting the Bubble. And then always we're going to, Pray for the prayer requests that came in and, you know, and go on from there. Um, I do got a serious prayer request that we're going to share with this on my, on this today that was, came in after the group went off the air. Um, I mean, the podcast went off the air. All right. We're going to open up now with our song. So we'll be right back after these messages, after this song. Thank you. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 38. And let me tell you something. That's what we got to do every day is welcome the Holy Spirit into our lives and give him complete control. Because uh, he's there on behalf of our Lord Jesus Christ and our God, our Father, to help guide us and get what God wants us to do. And he's there to help us through that, to get to that. But I also like to apologize for all the movement that you're hurting and the chair squeaking and bouncing into the desk at the towards the end of the song. My producer left the mic on in the producer studio part of it, of our studio, and uh, so it was picking up sounds in there. I apologize for that. Um, But praise the Lord. We're going to go on to our Bible study section. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to anoint these lips of clay and let everything I say be what you want and not what we want, Lord. And Lord, we just ask you to help us take this lesson, learn it, apply it to our lives, and take it out to the world and help other people learn it. We ask you in Jesus' name, amen. As you know, we've been going through a book called Faith, Hope, and Courage in a Changing Time. It's a type of a devotional. But from time to time, God's been um, adding three or four or two, three or four thoughts together. So we're going to be done in this book, um, you know, eventually. We've got a while to go. But we praise God for this. And the thought that I'm going through is actually day 14. And we've been doing this for a little over a week now, I believe. So we came a long way. But... The scripture reading for this thought is Proverbs 27, verse 24. And the title of it is, Where is your financial security? So let's go to the book of Proverbs, chapter 27, and we're going to look at verse 24. And it says, For riches are not forever, and and does the crown endure to every generation? Excuse me, my allergies are acting up like they always do. Um, What is this verse telling us? Well, basically, what this verse is telling us. Apparently, our money, our riches, don't last forever. And then it went on to say, crowns endure forever. And does the crown endure to every generation? So eventually, I think what that is trying to establish here is that eventually the king line is going to run out. So the king's family may not have an heir. It all depends, you know, what happens within the family. In other words, everything comes to an end. A lot of people play the lotto or mega millions. And they win a million dollars. Then you hear stories. How they quit their job. How they got all the lavish lifestyle they want. 
And then six months later, they're broke. Trying to find another job. Because they didn't, the money didn't last. Well, part of the reason why the money didn't last, when you spend it and you don't replace it, You do foolish things with it, not invest it or put it in a bank account, at least to get interest paid to you on it or savings account to get savings paid, interest paid on it. You're going to find out that you're going to run out of money. All right. Or you have a pandemic situation like we're all going through right now. And. It took a job away from you. You had to spend more money online than what you normally would do to buy things. Because you got extra charges and extra things being applied to you because you got to shop online. You got to pay delivery charges. You know, or, or you just simply don't have a job to, to reciprocate the bank account. Now, I know I was talking about a millionaire, but I'm talking about now, you know, they, they could fall too if the stock market goes and their money was invested, which happened during this pandemic. A lot of the bank accounts, they were selling and selling and they, and a lot of the stuff was in a loss. But now I want to focus, in other words, that's the point, things don't last forever. But I want to focus on us laymen. What happens to us, especially if this happened through this pandemic, what happens to us if we count on that money? Okay. Well, a lot of people lost their jobs and I've listened to the news and they can't get unemployment because so many people are filing. Stimulus checks are not coming in. And this or that. And people are struggling to feed their families, keep a home over their heads, keep a bed for their kids and them to sleep in. And they're worried. That's because they was not prepared for what was come. <clears throat> I remember since I was a little kid, and I actually I wish I would have listened to her more closely. But I was young, and when you're young, when you hear stuff like this, you really don't want to listen. But my grandma has a thing said, and and that if you can, just put a couple dollars away a week, it will build up. And my grandma is actually financially stable. Not just because she did that, because of other avenues. But the main thing where our financial security lies is this secret. Is giving our tithes to the church. Alright? Our offerings to the church. Giving our 10% back to the church. Because let me tell you something, saints. When we do that, God blesses you back. You're paying it 
forward. All right? And God is paying it back to you. Just like that phenomenon that happened a few years ago, which pretty much everyone still does, but not as most speak about. It started out with a story on the news about a lady, or I don't know if it was a lady or a guy, but the car ahead of this family ordered their food, and the car ahead of them ordered their food, but when they got up there, they paid their bill, but they also wanted to know what the bill car behind them was. They paid that car. They paid it forward. And they probably down the road got blessed. They said they were led to do it. And let me tell you something, saints. Paying it forward. And I preached this sermon at my uncle's church where I'm a ordained minister with them. Not this besides God's internet church online ministry. <coughs> my mom helped an old lady that lived across the street. They were resurfacing um, the roads there, and she and they put the dirt right in this lady's driveway, and they wouldn't move it. So she had to park way over by the office and walk, and she had a bad leg, and she was old, and. My mom dad had an extra driveway, and my mom said that she's going to offer that to him, her, and she did it. And that lady and her became good friends, and mom got blessed by her multiple times, and mom blessed her multiple times. Why? Because you keep paying it forward. God wants us to help people. God wants us to pay it forward. God wants us to do things. And if we do that, he will bless us through it. But the key to our financial security is not money. The key to our financial security is giving of our tithes, giving of our offerings, and helping people. Because as we do these three things, God is going to give it back to you. And he's going to give it back to you probably more than what you even did. I remember a few times paying my tithes that I was, go, you know, counting my money. And then I got into a part of a wallet that really normally my money wouldn't be. And I found a $20 bill. Or I put my hand in my pants or, or, or a, a winter coat pocket, which my wife washed and went through, and my mom washed and went through and wasn't in there when they washed it. But then later on, when I put my money in my pocket hand in there, I found a $20 bill or a $10 bill or a $5 bill, or my change accumulates and gets more. You see what I'm saying? When you give to God, you cannot outgive Him. He will give back to you. In a way, when you give it to Him, He gives it right back to you. All right? But that is the key to our financial security. Now, you're saying, well, Pastor Ron, I don't like hearing preachers or pastors teach about tithes. They're just doing that to increase. Well, this is a show not asking you public people to donate. 
If you want to donate, there is a donation button on on the different platforms that we're on. But you don't hear me asking for that. Okay? The only thing that, and I don't involve you, that gets this podcast paid for, is when you listen to the commercials that are what's embedded in it. But it don't come out of your pocket. It don't come out of my pocket. It comes out of the, the you know the people that pay me to use their commercials on the show to promote their 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 business. Now, in the end, God will bless what you bless. If you bless God with your tithes, He's going to bless you back. And I'm not trying to say that you have to pay your tithes, but you should. It is a requirement thing. You should pay your tithes. Especially to the church that is feeding you. Or the podcast that is feeding you. But I'm not asking for a donation. Okay? Now, I want to make that clear. I'm not asking you to go donate and hit those that button. That's totally up to you. It just came up as part of the podcast. And you'll probably never hear me say it again. Unless it comes up into a part of a sermon again. But it's not something that I plan to say today. I just want to make that clear. Would your financial support help? Yes. But I'm not asking for it. Because I'm trusting God to keep this ministry afloat. And that's if he leads you to do it. Then he leads you to do it. Okay? Enough said because I don't want you to think I'm asking for money. I'm not. What I am, the, the thing is, I want you to have a successful financial security in this time of our pandemic. If you are a Christian and you're paying your tithes, God promises you he's going to help and supply your needs. All right? Then God knows if you can't pay your tithes right now, and but if you're trying to do something, or if you can't do something, he knows your heart. He will meet your needs. That's the second part in our financial security. We got to have a relationship with God. And let me tell you something. God knows your heart. God is the man on a thousand, owns the cattle of a billion hills, trillion hills, zillions of hills, the biggest number you can. And he will provide for your needs in your time of trouble. All right. So we just can't put our financial security in our money, just like we learned, because our money could go away. But our God won't go away. He will meet your needs in our times of trouble, and he will bless you if you give to his work and help you. And and so pay your tithes and trust him and go to your God. And ask him for help, even if you can't pay your tithes. God knows your heart, and he will help his children. Another way of security is helping others. And I kind of touched on this with paying it forward. But, you know, it's hard to say what to do. But God does want us to help people. And 
He does want you to help your family and your friends. If people ask, pray about it and ask God what he wants you to do if he wants you to help that person. More often than not, he'll probably say yes. And if he tells you to, help that person. Because you never know what that help that means to them. And you'll never know on what blessings you got them in started to. So help that person. Father, we ask you to be with this message, Lord. We ask you to supply it to our lives. Use it for your glory. And help us take it out and touch the world with it too. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll be right back after these messages. And then we'll get into our next segment. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 30, 38, season 1. Now, we're going to go into our God Teaching in Different Ways segment. And it's a story of one of my minister magazines. And, and I damn it was a good and God led me to read it. It's out of my Tomorrow World Minister Magazine. And it is um, it is January's of 2021. All right, and it's called "Bursting the Bubble." As the communists fell around the world, we learned the lesson taught by misplaced confidence. As America experienced the most robust economic in memory, which high employment rates, wages, recorded record retail sales, and booming international trade. It was the pride of the government leaders and political partisans, then the illusion of stability in the economic and financial system rapidly evaporated. The vulnerable nature of the system was quickly exposed as a mysterious virus brought the world to its knees. Confidence in the the vaunted economic miracle was shattered. When an obscure illness began in Wuhan, China in November 2019 and quickly developed into a global pandemic, great panic ensured as nations shut down to preserve prevent the devastating loss of life. 
this busting out of the economic bubble should have not been a surprise, considering the modern financial system, which is based on an ideal in which all players must believe. Millions of employees in every sector, depending on being paid on a regular schedule, each payday and receive a physical paycheck or direct deposit into their bank accounts. The payees get a piece of paper with some numbers on it that represent that represents wages or other compensation upon deposit. One receives a deposit receipt with some numbers on it. Some person then pays probably pays monthly bills or make purchases. The person then pay monthly bills or make purchases using physical checks, credits, and debit cards, and electronic transfers, all of which involves in changing numbers representing the value of price on the transaction. In this process, no physical currency has changed hands. It is all based on the ideal a system of financial transaction. The system worked only if everyone in the chain of events believed in the system and accept the concept that the number on the check receipts, bills for sale, etc., are vital store or value. The system is fragile financial arrangements, subjects to a variety of pan panic and instability, which we had through the pandemic. Confidence instead of substance. Surprisingly, far more of the world economic system is backed by mere human confidence than the uninformed exerb might believe. Decades ago in America's history, currency was backed at least in part by actual gold and silver. In 1934, Congress passed the Gold Reserve Act, Reserve Act which removed gold as the basis for the dollar. The law also made it legal for U.S. citizens to own gold until the ban was removed in 1975. Some U.S. bills existed for a time alongside silver certificates that were redeemed for physical silver but this practice warranted and finally was full halted in 1968 and seven precious metals like gold and even precious metal like gold silver only provide certain levels of stability even they can fail in the times of crisis the prophet Ezekiel wrote, They who throw their silver into the streets and their gold will be like refuse their silver and gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of wrath of the Lord. Ezekiel 7.19 Prosperity can be an illusion based on current conditions subject to sudden drastic changes and unsound system can correct collapse when its financial bubble burst. The Bible states, Do not put your trust in prince nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. Psalms 146.3 
King David highlighted a different approach. In God I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Psalms 56, 11. What can we learn from this dangerous times? Scripture warns us pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 16, 18. As a nation, our great pride in the Bursting economics and evidence to all, God makes it plain that there is a limit to his patience. Alas, it's plain that there is a limit to his patience. Alas, sinful nations, a people laden with iniquities and broom of evildoers, children were are corrupt. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked their anger. To the one holy Israel. They have turned away their backs. Isaiah 1.4 Can anyone deny these words described this time in our history? And millions of people face uncertain brought about by the pandemic and resulting relentless bursting of economic bubble. We should realize that we can't count on our system or government produces However, we can rely on God to do his part if we do ours. The key is to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Matthew 6.33 And this was wrote by J. Davis Crockett III, representing Tomorrow's World Magazine. And let me tell you something, saints. That's exactly why I just preached on. Our government and all of us, we were so excited about the change in economics in our country. And President Trump, I believe, did a good job getting it done with the help of everyone. But then the pandemic hit and we lost it all. We all need... A backup plan. We all need to learn to trust God and not our money. Hallelujah. We'll be right back after these messages for our prayer requests and our closing remarks to the podcast. We'll be right back after these messages. If you want to know about all sports information, go to YouTube, go to your search bar and type in Charge It to the Game Podcast, and you will get all you need about the world of sports from this podcast on YouTube. I am a describer, and I recommend the podcast to you. Describe now and go to the search bar and type in Charge It to the Game. And learn everything you need to know about your favorite sports. Welcome back to God's Internet Church, episode 38 of season one. And as I said, we got some prayer requests that we're going to do. We're still going to play for the, the Glopper family, the two daughters, and the mother, and the Weaver family, all involved with this, too about the loss of Sam and Tammy and 
Evelyn the Glopper. And we're going to pray for strength for them. Then we're going to continue to pray for Bob Cass and his loss of his wife, Bernice Cass, due to coronavirus. And same with the Galapa family. Coronavirus there too. And then I got a a personal note from me. Actually, all three of these are personal. They're all family. Um, there was a lot that wasn't family that was on our list, but all of those people got healed from the coronavirus. <clears throat> and I praise God for that except the ones that we're talking about now. But I, I got a personal, actually, as we were in podcast uh, teaching the Bible study, I got a, a message from my mother on Messenger. And I kind of looked at it as, we were, as I was teaching. And then I seen that it was news about my dad. And then I uh, waited until at the end of the podcast and I called her. My dad had open-heart surgeries, I think, two years ago. And he was doing good. But lately, he's been breathing hard and, you know, at just walking a little bit, maybe two minutes to the mailbox. And, and then he has to wait 10, 15 minutes of breathing before he can go up the stairs and come in. And he wasn't telling no one about it. My mom happened to notice about it, I think, two weeks ago. And she told him, you're making a doctor's appointment and you're going to see the doctor. So they went in, doctor talked to him, found out what was going on, didn't like what he heard. My dad's already on oxygen. Um, so we were worried about it. it was his heart because even though they did fix the heart, there was one valve that was still, you know, blocked but it wasn't blocked enough for them to do the procedure so they put the stints in and with other things you know his valves were too small to even do stints and that's why they had to do open heart surgery in the first place so anyways they sent him to um the hospital to get a cat scan they did the cat scan and they got the results yesterday my dad went to the doctor and got the results they found in his aura, in order, there is a little aneurysm. And if it grows too big, it could kill, burst and kill him. And, and so what we're going to do now, we're going to pray specifically right now. God's asking me to pray, guiding me to pray specifically for this in order. I mean, this, this aneurysm on his in order we're going to pray that he either stays small or god takes it away and strengthen the walls of its in order but if god you know right now that's what god can do we're believing that there is a surgery that my dad can have but he's in his 70s and you know there's risks there but God's leading me to pray this way. So we're going to pray that way too there. And keep him on your prayer list and tell your churches about him. And because, you know, he's my dad and I love him. And he's a good Christian man in the Lord. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you right now, Lord, to be with the Glopper family, Lord, and 
his mother, Lord. We ask you to be with the loss of this son and the loss of this father and the loss of this husband. We ask you to be the loss of their mother, the loss of a daughter-in-law, and the loss of a grandma. We ask you to be with this loss of an aunt, a loss of a daughter, and the loss of a sister. We just ask you to help this the Glapper family, Lord, go th- and the Weaver family go through this time of loss, of losing Sam the Glapper, Tammy the Glapper, and Evelyn the Glapper, Lord. We just ask you to put your arms around them all, all of us, Lord, and comfort us. And Lord, I ask you to be with Bob Cass, which is my step-uncle, Lord. And I ask you to be with, comfort him for his loss of my Aunt Bernice Cass, Lord. And help him go on keeping on with what he needs. Help him through this time of grieving and mourning. And take care of his needs, Lord. And Lord, I lift up my dad, James Weaver, to you right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just ask you to go down to that in order. Go down to that aneurysm. And keep it small, Lord. Or... Take it away out, Lord. You can make that that aneurysm disappear. You are the great physician. You can make that aneurysm disappear. We ask you also to strengthen these laws of the in order. We ask you to take care of everything that needs to be taken care of in him. We ask you this in all of this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And if you have any prayer requests, Go to on Spotify and all the other platforms that I'm on that you find this podcast on. Hit the message button and it will send a message to me. And I will be able to hear it and, you know, send prayer requests if that's what you need. And we'll pray for it. Right now, we'd like to, in our closing remarks, I'd like to say God bless you. Have a good day in the Lord. We'll be back with you tomorrow night. Can you pray for all the needs that I asked you to pray for here? Think about the, the Bible study that we talked to today. Where's your financial securities at? Who are you relying on? Love one another. Keep one another safe. God bless you. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, saying see you next time. On God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 39. Until then, I'd like to say God bless you and see you tomorrow around the same time. Have a good day, everybody.